social ladies. All the 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 social ladies. Now put your phones up. Hi, Jen. Hi, Missy. <laughs> I never call you that on the air. I know. I was like, should we redo that? But okay, that works. Okay, so I wanted to ask you how you're feeling today, and I want you to respond with like, cheer, hmm, sad, or haha. Let's go with hmm. Hmm. Mostly because we are recording this in the morning, and who knows where my day is going to go. That's I'm true. feeling optimistic, though, but That's it's true. a little too early for me to judge. <laughs> so I chose those reactions specifically because Twitter is working on tweet reactions, um, giving you more options to share how you feel. So sort of like Facebook, how you can hover over and do different kinds of reactions other than likes. Yeah. LinkedIn does that too, which I seem to use way more than I do any of the Facebook reactions. That's just because you use LinkedIn more than Facebook. That is true. (laughs) I am. I am very good at LinkedIn. Do you use YouTube more than Facebook? I'd say so. I haven't accessed Facebook from my desktop in seemingly months. Can I tell you that I feel like I mentioned this on a podcast a couple weeks ago, but I'm still locked out of my Facebook on desktop and I don't miss it. I don't miss it either. I honestly think I'm also locked out because I can only get in on my phone and it sends me through some crazy two-factor authentication. And I put in the code and it never works. How are two experts in social media (laughs) locked out of Facebook on desktop? Should we be embarrassed to admit this? I don't know. I think it's fine. But yes, going back to your original question, I love watching YouTube videos. I used to watch them a lot when I was getting ready before we lived together, honestly. It was how I passed the time getting ready for work in the morning. I definitely spent a lot of time on YouTube growing up. All of the, like, you know, first viral internet videos, like shoes and... Oh, classic. What's the one, those guys, those two guys singing the Pokemon song? That one, like, sticks out in my head. Wow, that's some real deep YouTube throwback (laughs) right there. Well, did you see that they are now getting ready to roll out shorts, their iteration of a TikTok competitor? I did see that, and I'm wondering if it's meant to be accessed on desktop and if it's horizontal. Like, I feel like I can't Mm. picture, like, a short-form video on YouTube horizontal. Great question. Great point. I believe it's really supposed to be mobile only and all vertical video. Oh, wow. Good for them. Honestly. But here's the whole drama associated with it right now is you can actually use audio clips from any YouTube video on the internet. Okay. And basically everyone on the internet is wondering, is YouTube suggesting legalized video stealing Hmm. very interesting so we'll see what happens when it starts rolling out in the u.s and how quickly people start adopting it over reels or tiktok yeah or any of the other competitors at this point very interesting there is some tiktok drama happening right now though oh i'm ready let's hear it (laughs) so i got really into this texas beekeeper woman (laughs) and she goes where like bees have infested someone's property and instead of exterminating them she like rescues them and she creates a new hive she finds the queen bee puts it in a clip and they all like follow the queen bee to the hive and she literally picks these bees up with her bare hands and scoops them into their new hive and what's the drama if you haven't seen it it's something but the drama is there's another beekeeper or bee rescuer who is saying that she's using dangerous methods that she's not um covering enough of her skin that she shouldn't be using her hands 
And there also there's something about her being like too pretty. And so women supporting women. What are we doing here? So she's afraid that everyone's going to think that they can handle bees the way that this Texas beekeeper is. And, and this is, is all unfolding over TikTok. It's all unfolding over TikTok. Yeah. For the record to our listeners, Michelle is afraid of bees. Oh, I hate bees. But this I swear to you, though, after watching this beekeeper, I am more calm. Because I'm like, if she, but that, I guess that's the point that correct this other woman is trying to make is like, they are still dangerous or could sting you or you shouldn't be picking them up with your bare hands. But I, ever since I started watching the beekeeper, I have been more calm around bees. What's that thing where it's like exposure to your fears helps them dissipate? Yeah, exactly. Wow. All right. I don't know how we're going to segue from the beekeeping into bidets but that's what i'm about to do because today we are talking to kira spicer from tushy kira is the head of social media and community management and let's just say this is a spicy episode we were so excited to talk to her all about tushy's voice and tone and really introducing bidets to a millennial audience we had a lot of laughs on this one so i hope you do too Hi, Kira. Welcome to All the Social Ladies. Hey, Jen. Hey, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. We're so excited. We. Okay, so we jump right into the social media speed round. We're going to ask you some quick questions. Ooh. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, what's your favorite social network? My favorite social network right now is TikTok. Do you pronounce it GIF or JIF? GIF. What Instagram ad can you not get rid of? My own Instagram ads at Tushy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, same. <laughs> what is your go-to emoji? The little emoji that has like the puppy dog eyes. I put it with everything oh, yeah. and I send work emails with it. It's pretty bad. Nice. <laughs> it's like the pleading eyes. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Who is your favorite celebrity to follow on social? I really enjoy following Liam Gallagher, the vocalist oh, from Oasis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's His funny. Twitter. That's a very obscure choice, but I support you. His Twitter is amazing. Okay. What about stories or feed posts? I've been more on a story kick lately. Like when I personally use social, like I prefer posting to my story versus my feed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last one. What was your first screen name? Okay, the first screen that I did not make was Soccer Spicer 10 because I played Ooh. soccer growing up. Nice. Are you blaming your parents? They made it? No, my older sisters made it. Okay, okay. But then when I was in middle school and I used AIM, I made Dat Ho Kira. Yeah. <laughs> that is epic. I love it. Okay, so I want to hear all about you and your journey to where you are at Tushy today. So, um, hi, I'm Kira. <laughs> I do want to know that if you're listening to this, it's the hello and hello tushy is very important. There is another brand on the internet that is of the same name. Oh, similar ideas, but we wash butts and they film butts. Um, ah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a slight difference. I could see the issue there. Okay, so <laughs> for our listeners, please remember to add the hello <laughs> when you are searching for this. It's definitely something we've capitalized on, but it's really funny because, like, I'll, like, be, like, talking to someone and they're like looking up like tushy and they didn't put the hello in front of it and they're like i'm sorry you work for a porn company <laughs> and i'm like 
No, but you're also not far off. Yeah, but just like for some backstory, um, I grew up in Florida and I went to the University of Central Florida for undergrad. And during undergrad, I worked at like a small agency in Orlando. So at that agency is kind of where I like learned, oh, I'm really good at social media naturally just because mm-hmm. I grew up on the internet. So yeah. like maybe this is like the future of advertising. So I kind of just like rode that wave and like I'm like in the perfect position, especially even now to just like make a career out of it. So you could say my internet addiction led me to making a career. <laughs> Relatable. Honestly, I feel like being immersed in the internet age and the culture and memes and all that, like it led you to where you are. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, who knew that, like, us, like, being weird on the internet could lead to, like, (laughs) successful jobs. Now I'm even being paid to, like, make memes and make butt jokes, so, like, I really can't complain. You've made it. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) When I moved to New York back in 2018, I worked at an ad agency, and I then quickly learned that, like, the ad agency model really wasn't for me. Um, Mainly because, like, I thought that memes were going to be a thing back in 2018 for brands, before it became like the standard, you know? Right. So like the agency that I was at was just like, no, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And like, it was like so negative and all my creativity was just like pushed to the side. But then an old boss poached me to work for mm. Let Go, which was a secondhand marketplace, like Facebook market. Yeah. Um, when I got to Let Go is really when I got to get my hands really dirty with not only community management, but social media as a whole, because they basically were like, just run wild and get engagement. That's so, the dream. Yeah. Yeah. So I got really, really good experience there at Letgo. But sadly, during the pandemic in 2020, Letgo was then acquired. Um, it's now owned by OfferUp and there is no more Letgo. The brand's gone, which is so upsetting. Wow. Oh my um, goodness. But- in the peak of the pandemic is when I got my first Tushy ad. So I was already a huge fan of bidets. Yeah. I went to Cuba once. I used a bidet. I was like, I can never go back. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We've all, we all remember our first bidet moment. <laughs> right? I remember where I was. Yes. I think of it fondly. <laughs> and then like as another side note from like a personal stance, like right before the pandemic hit, literally like a month before I was diagnosed with like IBS. Oh, oh my God. God. So then also like I like slowly became like an expert on like bowel movements because for myself, I needed mm. to know what was going on with my body. Yeah. And I think I was also just like my personality alone. Like I've always been like very forthcoming. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go take a poop. And like, (laughs) who I'm hanging out with, I'm just going to say it. So it was like, kind of like, just like a perfect fit. So I was like, it was just literally like the most serendipitous job that I've ever found in my entire life. And that's so fabulous. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that you are very forthcoming with your poop jokes or schedule or what have it. (laughs) And I feel like that's kind of a reflection of the brand too. So it's very unapologetic in your face. Tell us about marketing for this brand around a traditionally like taboo topic what's that like the brand like identity was already there the brand voice was already really strong when i stepped into the role and then my job was mainly just to like craft it in the perfect way on social so that it gets more eyes on it and i'm sure you guys can relate to this but like my strategy for social is things that i would like framed for that specific brand yeah yeah and i'm always looking for something that i would like to share I want either something that would make me like stop like my thumb while I'm like scrolling, either want to comment, save it or share it to my friends or to my mom. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different audiences. Yes. Mom versus friend group. I get it. I get exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. So that's pretty much the mindset that I had. And this was already, like, when I stepped into it, memes were already, like, a thing for, like, brands. And Tushy was already on top of it. So then I just, like, started, like, making content and just, like, using the brand voice in such weird and salacious ways. And the really great thing about Tushy is that they gave me, like, full reign over social media. And they're, like, just have fun with it. And I was, like, well, are there any things that I can't talk about? They're, like, just, like, don't talk badly about the brand. I was, like... So you're saying <laughs> I can talk about anything butt related, anything poop related, as long as it applies back to washing your ass. <laughs> and they're like, yep, yep, that's why we got you here. Oh so gosh, I just had a best. field day. What's the reaction like? I'm sure you get some crazy comments that you probably have a Slack channel to share <laughs> with all of your coworkers. <laughs> oh, we certainly do. And even like within Tushy, we have our own private channel that we call Tushy HR Violations. Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny. I want to know more about like, what are some of the craziest comments that you've seen? Or you said the word salacious, and I think that's a really good way to explain it. Like what has been some of the extreme shit that you've seen? Well, no pun intended on the, <laughs> on the channels themselves. So basically the way that like some people react on social media, it's, you know, it's either you love us or you hate us. Yeah. With Tushy, like we have such an unconventional approach to marketing, not just on social media, but just like everything. And the people that are so, oh my gosh, don't you people have like any shame? You're getting way too comfortable on the internet. And like those comments, I find them funny. So I respond trolling back, of course. Yeah. Then basically the rest of the internet, they love us. They think it's hilarious. You go to any comment section on our Instagram or even on Twitter, people are just hyping us up. People that are hating on like us being so forthcoming, those are the people that want to have tushy anyways, is the best way for me to put it. Yeah. Like, if you don't care about washing your butt, I don't want you to look at my ads. <laughs> I feel like Tushy is one of those brands that has such customer loyalty and people will hype you up and people will also troll the trolls for you. Does that seem right? I mean, I noticed some of it in my Instagram stalking, but you tell me from personal experience. That's 100% correct. Um, so I think like the most recent meme that we put out was this Kermit meme. And it was like using Tushy like right after you had anal sex for the first time. And it's Kermit getting like blasted in the face with something. <laughs> and then he's also wearing an Ask Me About My Butthole shirt. So, <laughs> and the best thing about that is that came from like a internal meme competition that we did and that was the winner. And she also, the our designer that made that meme, she also got a trophy that's like a chili pepper. And it's like the spicy <gasps> meme lord. Oh my God. Jenna's crying. I'm like, I can't <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> How do you decide? Well, so, okay. First of all, I love the idea of a meme competition. That's amazing. How do you decide like which pop culture trends or moments or like trending things on the internet to she's going to participate in? It depends. Like, cause like, even like when I'm not working, I'm like sometimes just like scrolling and being like, what, what are some things that can fit in the box for like Tushy? And it's kind of crazy how like every like trend or meme on the internet works. <laughs> like I will find a way. 
Um, It'll fit. There's yeah. like never yeah, yeah, really, yeah. there's never really a no in my mind because like even like I'll, I'll get into this like uh, again later when it comes to TikTok because we basically had like probably like 400 followers on TikTok when I first got the account and now we're like in the thousands. I think we're almost at 5K, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, I want to hear about the intern later. Yeah, oh. we have a lot of questions about TikTok in general, but. <laughs> oh. oh, that's the best conversation. I That was actually one of my past projects that I'm like a proud of is intern Nate. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. We can get, cool. we can talk about him now if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so intern Nate, I found him because intern Nate had his own viral TikTok about using a bidet and it was this cinematic experience and i'm sure everyone has seen it because he started not only a trending sound with the claire de lune soundtrack but he also started his own like type of trend on tiktok content wise and basically the way the tiktok works is that he's like asking his dad he's like dad what's that in the bathroom the dad's like oh it's a bidet you should try it and then it's like the next day and then it's Nate going to the bathroom and he reaches for the toilet paper and then he's like, oh, wait, no, let me try out this bidet. So he tries the bidet and like the second he like turns the knob, there's like a close up and it's literally like perfect cinema. It goes straight into his <laughs> eyeball and you see like the big bang. You see a flower growing. You see like all these like crazy movements. There's like Tokyo just like going straight past your eye. <laughs> it's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life life for him like making the tiktok like that was like the premise but also me watching it i'm just like yeah. who is this kid <laughs> so you slid into his dms naturally so my first inclination because i saw that tiktok <laughs> first and then the next day like everyone was sending it to me my friend group and then also that same day like everyone on tushy was like have you guys seen this have you guys seen this and i'm like oh i already sent him everything we have product wise amazing you're like way ahead of you and then him and i just like kept chatting and he's like, hey, like, just so you guys know, like, I'm in college. Like, if you guys ever want an intern, I'm so interested. And I was like, yes. We don't even have a listing for you right now, but yes. Wow. And the craziest thing is that Nate was on board to take this internship unpaid. And then it was like literally the day we were like sending out the offer. My CFO and co-founder, Justin, he was like, why aren't we paying him? <laughs> <laughs> so not only does he have like an internship from this viral TikTok, but then it's also going to be his first internship ever at like a huge company. Huge yeah, um, right. <laughs> and also it's paid and he's getting paid to like make TikToks. The dream. <laughs> and you really give him free reign to kind of manage what the TikTok presence looks like, right? Or is there some other like added stuff that you're kind of working on on the back end? When we first got started, I was just like, hey, like make tiktoks like use trends that work and like just make them apply back to our product or even just like the culture of our product you know when it comes to like constipation ibs pooping so it basically started out um of just like nate like making some tiktoks we've like been experimenting with it and like there we've like tried doing like you know the conventional oh this is a campaign that we're doing can you make a tiktok that will work for right. it it like wasn't working for a minute but then i had one of my friends send me um, a video of her forcing her best friend to try the tushy for the first time. <laughs> and I was just like throwing it on there because this was also during our experimental phase. And this was probably back like March of 2021. Um, so not too long ago. 
And um, basically, like, I put it on there, and then I, like, didn't check TikTok for the day. And then Nate's like, hey, I just made this TikTok. Can you approve it? Also, by the way, the TikTok that you posted earlier today, that, like, went viral. And I was like, what? Ooh. <laughs> You're like, okay, we can do more here. So it truly was, like, finding success of just, like, unplanned trial and error, trial and error like, seeing what works that felt native to the platform. Exactly that, yeah. And then even within the same week, there was someone on Twitter photoshopped a tongue on our bidet <laughs> and they tweeted it to us and we thought it was hilarious. And then Nate made a TikTok about it. And it's like, hmm, I'm really stressed out. And it was like an already like trending sound. And it's like, wait, I shouldn't be stressed out. This is my brain. And I can think of whatever <laughs> I want. And then it goes, hmm. And then there's like a photo of the bidet with the tongue. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that's when we started to take off on TikTok. And then um, most recently, I believe we launched it, I think like late March, was the Can We Eat Ass Yet campaign. Oh, oh yeah. yes. I saw this <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe this is real. <laughs> that's it. That is the one. Um, so it was basically just like me like doing a screen record of typing in canweeatassyet.com and it goes to the tushy landing page <laughs> and it's just like a big no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, not yet. Um, so unfortunately, because of TikTok's strict guidelines, because it is a different audience that's on right, there, right. Um, that TikTok got taken down and then we kept trying like different ways to like keep it up. Like we had Nate go on a green screen and have the TikTok playing the background and him like covering up the bad words. That's funny. <laughs> really troubleshooting all the options. Yeah. So it got taken down at least four times. However, I will say it is still living on Twitter and it still lives on Instagram because Instagram, basically anything that gets removed from TikTok Put it on Instagram Reels. Because <laughs> That's true. It will go there, I promise. They're desperate for content. Pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> so Intern Nate is one of your proud projects. Um, what else do you want to share with us? What is your like golden child besides Nate? Well, the funny thing is I have two golden childs at Tushy. Mm. Okay. So when I stepped into my role at Tushy, I was doing at first all the community management, all the social media, and then also, you know, making the plan and building out the department. And there was also this customer service agent, Tyler, who is just naturally good at community management. I, we did this activation called ButtCon last year, and it was like prior to 2020, it was like an in-person event and party. So then they were like, well, we want to do ButtCon again, but we have to make it safe. So they made it like a variety show that like premiered on YouTube. Oh, cool. So when we did the premiere for it, I was like, hey, like Tyler, do you want to help me like live tweet while ButtCon is playing? amazing he, yeah 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 and so he did and he killed it and I was like wait a minute who are you you want to start doing community management like more hours on that and eventually he took over the Twitter so if you're ever tweeting Tushy it's most likely going to be Tyler that's answering hey Tyler I basically told him like the same way with Nate like I told him to take Twitter and run with it and I'll handle Instagram in the interim. Mm -hmm. His tweets have been doing so well. Wow. He's amazing. Yes. So Tyler is actually leading our Pride campaign for this year. Now, this hasn't been launched yet. It will be launching mid-June, so probably when this episode releases. Yeah, um, yeah. So our Pride campaign is going to be a brand awareness play, of course, and it's going to be a contest. The contest, you ask, is 
I'm intrigued. What is it? We're going on a search for the most bottom-friendly bar in America. <laughs> what do you have to do to apply? <laughs> what, how do you win? <laughs> so basically, um, the way it's going to work right now, we have a few bars that we know have struggled because in 2020, pride didn't happen. Right. That's basically, you know, that is their Super Bowl. That is their Black Friday Pride Month, the whole month long. So a lot of bars, unfortunately, even here local to New York, closed down because they didn't have that revenue. So basically the, the contest is going to work is that we have targeted about 10 bars all across America, um, coast to coast, middle America, you name it. We've targeted a bunch of them and we're going to be doing outreach where they are going to be getting their own affiliate code and also they're going to be prompted with the challenge to get their people behind their rally cry to become the most bottom friendly bar in america amazing super clever <laughs> yeah they're going to get a plaque we're working on figuring out the rest of the prizes we do want to have a cash prize involved but obviously a plaque that says we're the most bottom friendly bar in america but then also <laughs> We're obviously going to install tushies at that bar. Of course, you have to. <laughs> and Tyler and I were making this joke, and we're not sure if like we're going to get approval from our, our founders on this, but we want to go to the winner, the bar, and have like a grand opening when we install the bidets and we install all the tushies. It would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that feels like content. good TikTok content right there. And you know, <laughs> it's a content opportunity. It's an opportunity for all of us to just have fun. Yeah, yeah amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the gist of, of the Pride campaign. It will hopefully be premiered by the time this works out. So if one of your bars, and even if one of your bars weren't selected, we highly encourage you guys to make a video Video, use the hashtag Tushy Pride, get it recognized, and maybe you can be the most bottom friendly <laughs> bar in America. That's very cool. Wow. I love that. <laughs> that sounds like such a fun thing to ideate around, too. That also brings me to mention another campaign that's coming out next week, Ooh, okay. June 9th. Tushy is proclaiming our own national holiday. It's going to be called 6 9 Day. Oh. <laughs> I should have seen it coming. You set it up so perfectly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, so on June 9th, for one day only, Tushy Bidets will be $69 if you buy two Tushy Classic 3.0s or more. So, led, it was like my first one that I led from start to finish across all multiple disciplines, which has been really exciting. Mm -hmm. It's definitely awesome. I'm really proud of it. It's my baby. And my inspo for this, which I will credit Tyler for this, <laughs> he said, 6-9 day is Tushy's Toyota-thon. <laughs> I am so excited for all of these things. I was already obsessed with the brand, but now I'm even more invested now that I know you and know Nate and Tyler, the voices <laughs> behind it all. So all I have to say is like, thank you for introducing our audience to the world of Tushy. Yeah, this was so fun. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, just so everyone knows, if you go to the URL national69day.com, you'll find all the goods that you need for to celebrate June 9th in the right way. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed that hard in an interview ever. You and me both. I there was a point where I had literal tears in my eyes because I was <laughs> laughing so hard. How fun does her job sound? I know. I know. I feel like in marketing 
for a brand, the default is to go with what's safe, right? Mm. Or what will appeal to the most people. But some of the conversations we were just having with Kira are conversations we have with our friends about pooping. Right. And that's a normal conversation people have. And yes, it's a little polarizing, I guess, if you take it far, but some people love it. And clearly it's working for Tishy. I know. You know I'm all for giving community managers and content creators more autonomy and freedom. Yeah. And it's very clear that at Tushy, it's less about the approval process and more about what would make something funny or something good. Yeah. No, totally agree. Okay. Now let's transition into the account you should be following. I want to talk about all of the social media TV shows that are being made right now. Okay. So Mars Wrigley recently joined on for a reality show as a brand partner. It's called Follow Me, and it's really helping aspiring social media influencers, you know, gain a following. Interesting. Wait, so they're, okay, so they're aspiring ones, so they're, like, teaching them the ways? Yeah, exactly. They're going to participate in business-themed challenges for some of um, Mars Wrigley's brands, so M&M's, Skittles, Oh, I love that. So... So like creating content, probably like writing copy to go with it. All of the things that we do. All the things we do. Uh Every day. We should watch out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's going to be airing on ABC. Hopefully soon. I mean, the competition is hot between the D'Amelio show, the Hype House show. Well, the Kardashians are leaving. So reality TV has some space for some newcomers. (laughs) Very fair point. All right. Well, that's our show today. So thanks for listening. All the social ladies, 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 now put your phones up.